Welcome to another episode of Theological Sidebars. How's it going, everybody? It's good to be here, hopefully with you. Um, all right, look, I think there's probably a few parters, parts to this. Um, there's a lot that came down from the passage that we were dealing with this uh, past Sunday. And uh, so today we're going to be looking at uh, Matthew chapter 11. And today I want to start, go to the end, and then go work my way back. Uh, so this uh, little episode we'll do is we're just going to look at 11 verses 28 through 30. So 11, 28 through 30 is where we're going to be. So here we go. Uh, notice this passage. Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke, learn from me, because I'm lowly, and humble in heart, and you will find rest in your souls, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Okay. So, um, when you think about these words right there, if you think about those words, typically, I think, if you're like me, I've grown up using these verses to be about, hey, if you're stressed out, just give your cares to the Lord. You know, then you'll say something like, be still and know that I am God. Like, that's kind of how these are used, right? So, uh, come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, I'll give you rest. And so, we typically think, okay, this is what Jesus is really talking about. If you're stressed out, you need to come to Jesus. So, come on and take, uh, because his yoke is light. Now, here's the problem, a few of these things. First off is, um, the promise is not that you will have a lack of stress if you come to the Lord. Um, we think of weary and burdened in the same way that we, we think, oh, I'm just burdened. I've got a lot on my mind, right? Um, but that's not what this passage is about. Um, and how many of you, if you are a Christian, have realized, um, I'm stressed. A lot to be stressed out about, right? Your stress doesn't stop. This is never a promise to say, if you become a Christian, all your stresses would all go away. And um, you're going to be great. It's going to be lollipops and flowers and clouds. I don't know what you've been sold, what kind of bill of goods. If you've been sold lollipops, flowers, and giggles, um, you were sold a wrong bill of goods. But I also want to say, like, this is not the gospel, right? Like, he's not saying, come to me if you're stressed out, and I'm going to make you less stressed. That's not the point. I mean, look at the life of the disciples, what they lived. Uh, all of them lived a... I would say pretty stressful life. Maybe not, maybe not the majority, maybe it was pretty easy, but the way they at least ended their lives, and even you might say, well, you know, John the Apostle, you know, he didn't, he wasn't martyred. He was exiled on an island, living alone in solitary confinement. Well, he was exiled at least. Alone, yes. Maybe not in solitary, but anyways, um, you think about like, that's probably a pretty stressful life right? Pretty stressful. Um, the promise is not a lack of stress. So what are these words about? Well, let's spend a little time. I brought open my little handy dandy note pad. So let's look at some of this. Let's talk about uh, burden. So one of the things I love about the software that I've got is pff, right in front of your eyes. Let's see how that's used, right? Actually, there's only two times where that you know specific instance is used. And notice here, can we all burden? Well, what's the burden? Well, look at Luke eleven forty six. What are you experts in the law? You load people with burdens that are hard to carry. Yet you yourself don't touch these burdens with one of your fingers. Okay, so the first piece is 
seems to be burdened about like the requirements of the law, right? Like the teachers of the law are burdening them down, right? They're giving them tons and tons of things to do. And he says, you load them down, but you won't even do it yourself. So that seems to be pretty interesting that, that that's one of the first things, right? Um, let's see. Let's do a, uh, let's do another one. Uh, okay. How about, uh, I'll give you, how about, uh, take up my, let's do yoke. What's a yoke look like? Take up my yoke. My yoke is easy. Looks the next uh, one. Acts 15. Why are you not testing God by putting a yoke on the disciples' necks that neither our ancestors nor have we been able to bear? Right? Paul talks about the yoke of slavery. Talk about being yoked as slaves. But what, that's interesting, I think, in, in Acts 15, right? The idea of... He's saying, like, that's the Jerusalem Council where they're debating about, like, how Jewish do you have to be to be a Christian? And he's like, don't don't go back and, and put that yoke on them. that you, They were never even able to bear it. We were not able to bear it. Why would we expect it of others? So if you already start to see the way these words seem to be used, at least in the canon of Scripture, it doesn't seem to be talking about, um, you know, uh, just being burdened down but it's burdened down by it seems to be religion the teachers giving him thing after thing after thing burden after burden of do this do that take up my yoke he says because i am lowly humble in heart you will find rest for your souls well okay what does that even look like the idea of rest right rest is you know to stop finally um I mean, think about how this is used here. Look at some of these instances here. So you'll see here, um, give you one of these, then they're like a place to stop. So like in Revelation, look at how two of them are used day and night. They never stop saying holy and holy, this uh, Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Look at how 1411, this is interesting though too. There is no rest day or night for those who worship the beast's image or anyone who receives uh, the mark of its name. Like, that's interesting. It's it's that it's ongoing. It never ends. There's no relief over and over and over. But you find relief in Jesus is what the passage is saying. So I, I guess what I'm trying to get to is it appears that when you look at this passage, right, that what really Jesus is saying is not, hey, guys, if you're really stressed, I want you to come to me. But I think what he's saying, and in fact, if you we read the full context, we're talking about salvation. 25 through 27 is all about salvation. But what he's saying is this, right? Is come to me if you're loaded and heavy and burdened, not with not with stress, but loaded down with you know the burdens of just trying to of religion, of trying to keep everything moving, to try to keep uh you know, the, this system in place, if you're, you're never finding relief because it's over and over, you're wondering if I'm good enough, have I done enough, am I satisfied enough, if I, if I finally gotten to that point where I feel like everything is right, um, he says, I'll give you rest, you're not going to find it there. I mean, think about this. Think about what the world offers you. You know, religion says you got to better do, do right, do good. When's enough good? When is enough good to be done? Right? There's never enough good to be done with religion. You never know if there's, if enough have outweighed the bad, right? You know, you ask people about like, hey, have you, have you done enough? 
and people just don't know, right? And, and, and if you have enough good, but you've got some bad, how do you get rid of that? And, and has the good ever, is the good enough to wipe out the bad? Nobody knows. I mean, think about, okay, maybe you say, well, I'm not religious, right? Maybe some of you are watching, but maybe, maybe religion is really yourself pleasing you at all costs, right? So what is that, um, what does that look like for you? So some of you say, well, I'm, I'm, I just want to, I want to please myself. I want to be happy. And, um, okay, so you, you want to be happy. And so what do you do? You begin to do whatever it is that makes you feel like you're going to finally be satisfied. So whether that's change your name or change your identity or change, try to change your, 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 your sex, um, you know, you're seeking something to fulfill you. Maybe for some of you, it's like, no, if I just get those things that I've always wanted, right? If I just get the job, if I finally get the, 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 the family, if I finally make it to this much, I will be satisfied. But you find out that once you get there, that, that feeling is gone very, very quickly. There's no rest in that. You don't finally get to a point where you're like, I've rest because I've got everything I need. No, there's always something else. You don't get, you, you will never find rest if you keep pleasing yourself too. You will always find there's something else. You'll always realize something's missing, something's wrong. And so religion, whether you're religious and following some sort of system, trying to do enough to please God out there, or whether you're just trying to please yourself, you find that there is no rest. It is a system that never ends. There will always be more. Versus Jesus who says, come to me. I'll give you rest. And how can he do that? Because finally, in Jesus, you have your record taken care of by him once and for all. When you trust in him and you learn from him, you realize that he has found you as you were, takes you as you were, makes you his. He wipes off your record and gives you his record, because at the cross, his record is given over to you who trust in him. He is killed in your place, buried in your place. Three days later, God raised him from the dead to show that he could make that exchange if you trust in him. You're no longer striving anymore to please God because you have pleased him to the max because now you trust in Jesus. You have Jesus' record. That's pretty incredible. That's Think about that, to live the rest of your life knowing that I will I completely please the Father already because of the record of Jesus pleasing him in my place. There's a lot of rest in that. So, do you rest? Are you resting in that? I hope you are. Uh, and if not, it's, it's something you need to be thinking about. Hopefully you would, that you would finally make that decision to trust in him and to find rest in him. No longer living for yourself, no longer trying to figure out, would you finally be happy at some point if you just get all the things that you think that you need to do to be happy and to be satisfied? What about, um, uh, for you, maybe whatever religion you're in, what are you doing? All the work that you do to kind of think that you're going to make it. Are you still doing those things? Do you find rest in those? Only Jesus, being yoked to him, hooked to him, do you find real relief and rest. 
All right. Hey, that's it for now. And I hope this has been helpful. And uh, we'll talk to you a little bit later on. Take care, guys. You're listening to Theological Sidebar, where I, your host, will take you through a beautiful discussion of things that are interesting that come from the biblical text and the crazy world around us. Buckle your seatbelt. Here we go. Hit that subscribe button. Check out our YouTube channel. Um, I think that's about it. We'll talk to you later. Enjoy.